Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Cold Derby Horses podcast. Time of recording is 9.51 p.m. on Tuesday, March 1st, 2021. Two hours from now, it will be my birthday, and I will turn 21. So when this, when you are listening to this, I will have turned 21 years old. I, George Eret, will be 21. Okay, whatever. Enough of me, you know, being selfish and celebrating my birthday. We have Tristan. Hello. Jasmine. Hello. Um, Jared could not make it tonight because he is, you know, on his way back from Disney, Disneyland right now, and he's not able to join us, so. You made that sound like there was another person here we <laughs> going to intro. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm used to it. I'm used to Jared being here. Like, he hasn't missed an episode in a long time. Yeah, I think he's been on almost every single one. So, before we get on here, I, 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 I feel like I really need, like, I need to, like, say this again. Like, live on the air, but um, we are still here at Gold Derby Horses sending our love and support to the people in Ukraine. I do not hesitate to say that Vladimir Putin is modern day Hitler and he is evil. And uh, I, I, I genuinely like feel hatred for him because of what he is doing, not just, you know, invading a country that did nothing to him, you know, like the, the US has done to Afghanistan and Iraq, but he's also threatening nuclear war and, you know, threatening human civilization as we know it and it's scary it's very scary and he is like genuinely unhinged and just like it's a horrible situation that we don't want to be in uh for the for the time being until further notice the description and every gold derby horses spotify episode will have resources for how you could support Ukraine during this dire moment. Um, President Zelensky, if you're listening to this, which there's like 0.1% chance that you are, we salute you. We hope we, we, um, we stand with you and your people, um, especially since you voice Paddington. And uh, you know, all I can hope for is that, you know, I don't have to move to Canada so to avoid being drafted. <laughs> so anyway. Um, I mean, they might do the draft here too. So we might all have to move to Australia. True. Um, but, but yeah, um, seriously, people in Ukraine, we love you. We support you. We wish the best of luck to you and we wish the best of luck to the refugees who are fleeing Ukraine right now. And we hope you stay safe. Okay. Now that we have that out of the way, let's get into what all happened <laughs> this week. So two nights ago, the Screen Actors Guild Awards happened. Um, they, they do matter quite a bit of course. So I think we do need to talk about them. So 
how about we go in order of like award presentation um and when we're not we're gonna skip over the tv ones although i mean we could talk about tv can't talk about tv that's fine but you know we're not we're gonna kind of skip over them mostly because i'm kind of upset that julia garner's probably winning now anyway so the first film award and the first award of the night uh went to troy kotzer for coda best supporting actor over cody smith mcphee so uh, do, what do we think, like, you know, do we think, like, this is going to translate to the Oscars, or do we think that, like, Cody Smith-McPhee is still, like, you know, going to win, or in a good position to win? As I said to my friend last time, I'm going to predict whatever BAFTA picks. That's not a bad call. Not a bad call. I think right now I'm going to go Troy. Um, just because, I mean, we'll, we'll get into it a little later, but, uh, the Coda love is really strong right now. And, um, I think that movie is surging even more than I had thought it would. Um, and that's just the kind of performance that, um, I think is really easy to rally behind. It's a really emotional performance and he's got, multiple Oscar scenes but one in particular that really stands out and no no shade to Cody it's just that Cody's performance I don't think um has been resonating with as many people as Troy's so I think uh if if they're like even if Coda doesn't go all the way which I I know you guys don't think it's going to but um I, I think this is its strongest bet because um yeah, I, I just think it's it's a great way to honor the movie. It's a great way to honor the deaf community. Uh, and Troy is just phenomenal in the film. I, I think, because, um, like, I've always, like, felt weird. Like, I mean, look, I, like, I have said what my feelings are about his performance specifically. But setting that aside, it is weird that a performance as stoic as his, you know, subtle, but also like stoic would like win the Oscar for supporting actor. Cody's you mean? Cody's. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I think I, 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 it's like, yes, he like swept critics. He like really cleaned the floor with like critics awards. But you think about it, it's like, well, critics were always going to, like, really love Power of the Dog anyway, you know? So, like, that made a lot more sense. And it's definitely not an obvious Oscar-winning performance. And I, and I didn't necessarily think that Troy's was either when I first watched Coda. But, I mean, it kind of make, makes more sense. Like, he, he, like he, it's his performance gets a more emotional reaction from from the audience than Cody's does and especially when you're talking about you know a big populist group like SAG that has like what I want to say like six 160,000 voters like you know that that does like say 
something that does like you know like they're gonna vote for something that's a bit more like emotional something's gonna tickle their emotions a little bit more in these cases like i remember this isn't like a great comparison necessarily but i remember like last year i predicted that yun yejong was going to win zag and like a lot of people were like oh no it's maria bakalova it's maria bakalova but it's like well bakalova is just kind of unhinged in that movie and like i feel like yun's performance is going to be like more emotional for people and it's like it's going to like be a performance that people are drawn to more because she tickles the she pulls up the heartstrings more and this kind of happened with Troy, except, you know, Cody's not, like, unhinged. He's just, you know, really kind of stoic, subtle, and quiet. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that Troy is, like, an obvious... And again, I'm not saying that Troy is, like, an obvious Oscar-winning performance, but I, I think it makes more sense of an Oscar-winning performance, especially at something like SAG, where Coda is, like, a, you know... The, it's the indie crowd pleaser of the year is what I'm saying. So it like makes more sense that he would win here than win at, uh, you know, like win the Oscar than like for Cody to win here is what I'm saying. I can't talk. It also, to me, it, it it's kind of weird if Cody Smith McPhee won and Benedict Cumberbatch lost because I feel like that movie is really a two-hander between the two of them. And I don't think, um, I think Cody's performance is great, but a lot of the reason why I think it is great is because of his dynamic with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. And I feel like, especially because Spider-Man and everything like that, um, but before before I feel like people were really on the Cody train, but I, I feel like a lot of people now are like, kind of jumping on the benedict train i don't know what i'm trying to say no i i think i think no i think i get what you're saying and i think i do think that there is a war we'll get to it but i do think there is a world in which benedict cumberbatch does win the oscar i agree with you yes i actually think he's more likely than cody at this point because i really think troy is going to win I, I have so, a great feeling about this i was going to go with whoever wins that though that's who i'm taking yeah i um, what I will say, and this is going to spoil like what won Ensemble, but like, I mean, Coda did win Ensemble. With, with that win, you know, I, I did like a stats research thing where I, I kind of went through like, you know, whenever a SAG, someone wins an individual SAG award and that movie that they won for wins Ensemble, how many times does that person win the Oscar? It's 10 out of 15 times, which that's really good odds, but it's also enough to where like someone could beat you. Like, like anyone who plays poker will tell you 33% chance is like a pretty solid chance. Like that's not something to sneeze at. But then I also looked like since 2001 ceremony, because the 2001 season was the first year which BAFTA took place before the Oscars because fun fact, BAFTA used to take place after the Oscars. But in, but in the times that BAFTA took place before the Oscars, the, the, the winners who won both SAG and Oscar and that movie also won ensemble, 
those people won BAFTA and the ones who did not lost BAFTA. So Renee Zellweger in Chicago, for example, Chicago won ensemble and she won SAG, but Nicole Kidman won BAFTA and Renee and Nicole Kidman won Best Actress. Viola Davis, same thing when the help won ensemble and you know she won SAG, but she didn't win BAFTA. You know, Meryl Streep went on to win BAFTA and Oscar. So BAFTA is going to be like the true test here for Troy. The thing is, it's like if Cody wins BAFTA, which he could, then, you know, it would be like, well, you know, it would still probably be the smart decision to predict Cody. But if Troy wins BAFTA, which, you know, that could happen. You know, Coda was definitely liked by BAFTA. Then, you know, predict Troy. I think predicting Troy would be the smart move in that case. Um, with that said, I think Troy is like probably going to win Critics' Choice at this point. This will also be very funny. So I'm pretty sure Cody is sweeping the floor with those Critics' wins. So, yeah. So like, like I think it's like how it's like a Will Smith's gonna win like after Critics' Choice, even though he's like third for wins behind Benedict Cumberbatch and Nicolas Cage. Something. Well, Jasmine, you and I both know damn well why that is. Oh, I know they're fucking sheep is what they're also this is why we don't I think all I think I think all of us will go on later, but Coda is not winning best picture. It so, is. It's happening. Save it. Save it. Save it. Is save not it. Winning best picture. All right. Oh my God. Hush. People are jumping Hush. the train. Save it. I was on this train for like over a month. So hush. I'm, I'm happy. All right. Children. Children. Hush. Save it. We'll get into it later. I have my thoughts about that too. So BAFTA is going to be the test for Troy. Is he going to be Renee Zellweger in Chicago? Or is he going to be uh, Christoph Waltz in the Glorious Bastards? Which that wouldn't be a great comparison because Christoph Waltz swept. So, yeah. Okay. Whatever. Let's move on. Uh, can I just say something? The HCA is better than the Critics' Choice. Yeah, because they actually had good winners, except their ceremony was like four hours long. I watched I all four hours of it. So long. They gave it was it like, so funny. They gave it like five lifetime achievement awards. Yeah, literally half the awards were lifetime <laughs> achievement, and it was for the same things. And I'm like, what is I this? Low, me and my friends low key. I feel so bad because I'm kind of friends with some people. See, but I kind of feel like HBA did this to get famous people to come to their ceremony. Probably, <laughs> but it was a fun ceremony. The ceremony was way too long. <laughs> all right four hours best supporting actress unsurprisingly wow goes to ariana debose who is i i i think is uh I, i've been saying ever since i saw the movie she is going to win she's, winning. she's, she's sweeping guys if you have anything else god help you yeah, she, she, she's the only lock out of the actors, I think. For, for people who are still trying to predict Kirsten Dunst. She's not winning because she, she would have happened. She would have, she would have happened here. 
she's gonna win because she she has been in the industry how long now like really long like if they were gonna give it to her they would have given it, it here because they like the industry loves Kirsten Dunn's apparently not enough to give her previous nomination that's the good point um, I feel like this is uh this this like the nomination is going to help Kirsten get a lot of more meaty roles like this and I feel like she's gonna oh, I agree like I later agree. but and to be honest I don't think she deserves it for the power of the dog it's no, at least won, compared if she won it would have been like a her kind of career win yeah well like, I think Ariana's is just because that performance is so incredible I mean, I stand by saying that she's better than Rita Moreno in the original. I, mean, I can't remember the original. I don't like it. So, so um, I think what, what I think uh, the only like conversation would be who's number two, and it probably is Kirsten Dunst. Probably Dunst. Yeah, although I could see Ellis, but probably Dunst. It would it would be Dunst, I think, and I I. I I mean, even with, like, it, it, look, it happened with Leonardo DiCaprio and The Revenant. It happened with Daniel Kaluuya and Judas. Movies got screener issues. She still gets in and she still wins. I, I don't know how, like, what more proof you really need unless, like, someone else, like, randomly wins BAFTA, which that's not going to happen. <laughs> that's just not going to happen. So, yeah, she's she's winning. All right, then, best actress, Jessica Chastain, The Eyes of Tammy Faye. I'm so glad it wasn't fucking Nicole Kidman. Oh my god! And I think with Nicole Kidman winning SAG, I am going to officially write her off. You losing? I really listen. Nicole Kimmon did not win win SAG, my friend. I, I said I'm writing Nicole Kimmon off. No, you said if it was Nicole Kimmon winning SAG, she did not win SAG, my friend. I apparently I don't remember what I said. And I'm, I'm not, it's just too late for me. Okay, she whatever. sagged in the rankings, am I right? Because now just oh, oh my oh my <laughs> okay. If Nicole Kidman could not win Zag, and Zag is voted on by actors, and she is playing an actor, if she couldn't win Zag doing that, she ain't going to convince production designers or editors or visual effects artists or documentarians to all vote for her. That's just not going to happen. I think I I feel like I can say Nicole Kidman is like done at this point. I just I, I I'm not even gonna like consider her anymore because I mean it really does feel like she was Andrew Day in, in a way, just a random Golden Globe one and like oh here we are. So then it becomes the question becomes is Jessica Chastain Viola Davis? And what? She loses. She loses. Is she Viola Davis? Or can she like go on and win? 
She's Viola Davis who wins. I I don't think she's Viola Davis. I think I don't think like anyone is super out front. I think this is still an open race. But I mean we're really we're, in a different winner of these ceremonies. So buckle down everyone. Yeah. But I, I just think like looking at the nominees here, Jessica does make the most sense because she's been around for a long time. She's a beloved actress. She's really passionate about um about this role. And it's the showiest role out of all of them, the most transformative. Um, and while I think more people are rooting for Kristen Stewart, um, I, I don't think anyone really has a problem with Jessica winning. Like everyone really likes her. Uh, so I, even though the movie didn't do great, I think this could be like a, a Judy situation where like the movie comes out pretty early uh, people forget about it, but she's just so good and so transformative that the Academy goes for her. She's better than Nicole Kidman, so like I'll take it. Yeah, Nicole Kidman. I, really, I did worst. really like her, but like, oh, oh my god, like, like better than everyone would have been better than Nicole Kidman. So Nicole Kidman just is awful. And when Gaga was the front runner, I was like, I'll take Kidman. <laughs> so like, I I actually prefer Gaga to Kidman. No, I prefer I prefer Kidman. I hate Gaga. I, I still I would have preferred Gaga to be honest, but whatever. I would have preferred Kidman. I couldn't stand Gaga. <sighs> so I was very glad when Gaga dropped out. So, so now I was like, okay, now I can stop rooting for Kidman. <laughs> okay, here's the deal. Jessica Chastain winning SAG. I mean, obviously, it makes a lot of sense. I predicted it. I did predict that she would win SAG because I was like. Well, I mean, I, I don't want Nicole Kidman to win SAG. And I feel like this is like my best chance of her not winning. And, and you know, boom, she won. Uh, or Chastain won, excuse me. Um, but at the same time, will Academy voters be passionate about, enough about that performance for her to win? It could happen. Like, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and deny that it could happen. But, you know, it almost feels like we have to consider, like, that is, it is a little bit strange. It is a little bit, you know, kind of weird for, for that to happen. And then who's winning? I, honestly, I'm low-key, low-key, low-key. I'm sort of feeling that Penelope Cruz could 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 actually do this, though. Because uh, here's, No. Here's, Please stop listening to Crackle. It's, it's not even that. It's not even, like, listening to Crackle. Here's the thing. Her getting in was, like, a big enough hurdle. And, like, Sony Pictures Classics... I mean, we shit on them a lot, but, like, they, like, their campaign strategy, I don't know how they do it, but they make it work. And they got Anthony Hopkins, that's, that you know, that win last year from the father with with their strategy. I mean, and, 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 and look, as more people see Parallel Mothers, I, hear, I see more people saying, oh, my God, look, Penelope Cruz is, like, so amazing in this movie. She's, like, the best of the nominees. Part or, of it. I think it's part of it or second best of the nominees, you know, whoever. I mean, 
if Sony Pictures Classics keeps making a concerted effort to get this movie out there and to get her out there, I don't see why she can't. I, I, I don't like Parallel Mothers. For anyone listening, I didn't like Parallel Mothers. I'm like probably one of the only people on film Twitter who did not like Parallel Mothers when I watched it. So this is really awkward. I like, I loved Penelope Cruz in it. I did not like Parallel Mothers. Now I'm very nervous to watch the rest of his movies because of it. I'm just saying, Sony Pictures Classics, they could like push that movie, push her, make a concerted effort to get people to see the movie. And I can see people being like, yeah, her, let's do it. And they vote for her and boom, she wins. Marsha Gay Harden style. I don't see how that isn't possible. I mean, close to anyone predicting her because you're taking a very large leap <laughs> if you're predicting her. Yeah. So kudos, kudos to anyone predicting her. I, I mean, she's more likely than Kristen Stewart. I would not say so. No, she is. Kristen Stewart's a lone nominee. True. I do have Kristen Stewart at number three. Maybe I should lower her. That's a little high. Because uh, I have Olivia Coleman at five. I don't see that happening. Olivia Coleman is also someone who, like, I mean, I can get, like, the reasoning behind why some people would be like, yeah, let's go with her. But the thing about it is that, like, I, I almost feel like, you know, I mean, even, like, though, the Academy did give the movie like three nominations it's still like not like a largely well-liked movie the academy liked it more than audiences did for sure but it's still not like the like the most like well like liked movie of the year even within the art house and like indie community i think people are very divided you have some people who love it and some people who like hate it. I think Coleman's performance, I think, might be a little bit too divisive to actually like win. And we'll have to like see. I think I'm just gonna have to like use the anonymous ballots as like a bellwether here, even though like they're probably gonna be like all over the place. But <laughs> If there are like enough people who say, yeah, I'm gonna vote for Olivia Coleman, like I'll 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 say I'll vote for her, or I'll, I won't vote for her, I'll predict her. But like if it's more more scattered than that, I, I don't I don't I don't think I'll be very inclined to predict her because I think that performance is and that movie, I mean even with the surprise Jesse Buckley nomination, even with the screenplay nomination, I think that movie is like really divisive and it still didn't get in for picture. So yeah, that's what I don't know about, but I'm not going to say that she can't win. And I'm also not going to use, Oh, she just won so recently as an excuse because literally thief won just just did it last year so i can and mahershal ali did it a couple years ago so i i clearly cannot like use that as good reasoning i was gonna say i I trust dane winning because 
this is the biggest clue we have right now because we can't go off BAFTA. So this is kind of it. Yeah. I'm also not gonna I'm not gonna use to go off of. We can't use BAFTA. Critics trace while fine really doesn't mean anything. Also probably Kidmar Kristen Stewart. I'm gonna say uh, anyway, so also let me say this right here. Throw it art. Throw it art and it'll land on someone and just if I already like I learned my lesson by doing this last year and like got kicked like got my ass handed to me for it. If you are predicting something based on like, well, this person would have won the BAFTA if they were nominated. Just, just what are you doing? Just stop. Because that is very flimsy reasoning. You don't know who would have won BAFTA if everyone was there. Especially not this year, because obviously none of them are nominated. So you don't know. So you should not be like predict things based on hypotheticals. Don't use hypotheticals for your predictions. I did that last year and I got my ass handed to me. So yeah, I, I highly recommend you don't do that. <clears throat> Anyone else? Have any thoughts about Best Actress? Uh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, you go, because I'm still trying to figure um, out my thoughts. Oh, I was going to say, I'm predicting Kristen Stewart of Chris Stubbornness. That might actually be a good, a good strategy, because... I'm doing it out of literal pure stubbornness of the fact that I have literally stuck with her since, like, January of, like, last year, when those photos came out of like her as Diana I'm like stuck with her and she got nominated and I'm like well I don't have a reason to doubt her now so I might as well just keep going I think I it's possible you do that. I don't recommend you do that though she's, well, a she's a low nominee which does not bode very good for her but like last year um, my favorite was Frances McDormand I'm sorry George uh, and I'm I a lone just, wolf. I'm a lone wolf. I didn't. Karen Milligan uh, wasn't my favorite last year either. Sorry. That's why I said I'm a lone wolf. Yeah. Sorry, mine was Sydney um, Flanagan from Never Really Sometimes Always. Sorry, George. Oh, that's a good pick. Um, but yeah, Frances McDormand. Everyone was like predicting Carrie Mulligan, so I'm like, I'm gonna go with Carrie Mulligan. But if I went with my heart, I would have gotten it right. And same with Anthony Hopkins. So well, I did go with my heart and I got my ass handed to me. <laughs> True. Like someone okay, just put, like cut my ass off and put it on a silver platter. I'm like, here you go, George. <laughs> Sorry. That was vulgar. You could over there. That was unhinged. Forgive me. It's an hour and a half until I turn 21. So. <laughs> to continue that was kind of my point it was just vote with your heart but then you you told me that you voted with your heart last year and it didn't work so maybe that's not the best advice this is my biggest no best no glory and i acknowledge that i acknowledge that she's very unlikely to win but i'm just kind of sticking with her at this point because i really don't have a reason to not anymore this that's my logic with bafta 
because my favorite performance is nominated there. And so I'm just going to, you know, like, I mean, spoiler for our bathroom predictions episode, I guess, but I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to predict Renata runs. I'm going to predict Renata runs. could win. I'm going to predict Renata runs. I don't care. Who else could win? Like, Alana Hyde, maybe? I guess Gaga <laughs> still. Gaga I, could. Alana Hyde, maybe, maybe Amelia, if they really like Coda. She's British. I think it's going to be Alana Heim, but it I would love to see. It would also be I mean, really sweet if it's Alana Heim. Really sweet. Yeah, like Alana and Renate are my two favorite performances in Best Actress this year. If you don't count Martha Plimpton, I don't know if she's supporting or not. But I count her as supporting. But... Yeah. But yeah, I'd be fine with either one of them, but I would, I'd love to see Renate take it. Yeah, I'm fine with, the, I'm fine with either one as well. Um, I'm just glad I don't I don't have any real stakes in this specific category this year so that when like you know the winner's revealed and it's who I don't want I won't <laughs> I won't be depressed for over a year so there or, you go. or maybe back to the back one is Scanlon or for whatever that one's called after love or whatever well I mean if that does happen then you know I mean, will it matter? Because it's, it's BAFTA, not Oscar. Oh, wow. All right. Then there's Best Actor, which went to Will Smith, King Richard. Yay. Which, by the way. I mean, this was expected. It, it was, you know, like, of course, this is going to be the award that Will Smith wins. But here's the thing. And even though I do not think that Cumberbatch is Anthony Hopkins and the father, you know, he does have BAFTA that he could still win. I, there's a hypo, like hypothetically speaking, I'm not going to predict this, but there is like a world, I think, where Critics' Choice, because they hate us, decide to tie Cumberbatch and Will Smith. Or just give it to Cumberbatch. I, I think could those see are tying. Yeah. yeah, I think those are possibilities. Stupid ties. Oh, do you see that HCA tied Campion and Denfield news yesterday? Oh my god! <laughs> because of course they did. <laughs> That's nice that they did though, because at least Denny's winning somewhere. He's fine. He'll be back in the conversation for part two. Yeah. He will win. And he'll he probably be in conversation. We'll have to fight off Christopher Nolan, but he'll be fine. Oh, well. Uh, oh, no. Nolan's winning. There's no way. No. For that. Okay. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to say about Oppenheimer right now, it's going to be Mank. It's going to be Mank all over again. I don't think so. I think, I think this is Nolan's time. Oppenheimer seems like it's going to be his magnum opus. Also, all right well let's also let's just save 2024 oscar 20, for like 2024 winner right there the <laughs> <laughs> i and wish it was anyway. coming out this year just because i don't want to they need to add more cast members just to give them some that's time. true <laughs> <laughs> like half of hollywood's in it anyways anyways but it was pretty like you know obvious Will Smith would win here and like you know he could tie Cumberbatch at Critic Choice, and of course Cumberbatch could win BAFTA. So 
My right then and there. Will Smith winning make it sound like they hate Will Smith. <laughs> I, I mean, to win. <laughs> right then and there, you you know, again, anonymous ballots will probably help us out. No, they won't. We're not as valid. They're not helpful. As someone who tallied them last year, they're not helpful, by the way. They're absolutely If not there helpful. is overwhelming support for um, Cumberbatch and those ballots, though, like there was for Anthony Hopkins, like there was for Parasite, like there was for Olivia Coleman, then, like, I don't know, like, what, what, what to tell you. The last thing, the very funny thing I can read all the anonymous ballots was, oh, everyone's going to vote for Chadwick Boseman, so I'm going to vote for Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, if they say that about Will Smith and Cumberbatch, I'm just going to predict Cumberbatch. I'm just, I'm, I'm telling you right now. Yeah, I'm with you. I think Cumberbatch, I think that's what's going to happen. I want the balls. I, I, it would make sense. It would make sense because, you know, power to dog, if it wins Best Picture and it doesn't win Supporting Actor, I mean, Cumberbatch is right there to, you know, take the award. And I'm also predicting Power of the Dog to win cinematography now, too. I mean, there's a world where Power of the Dog is Shape of Water, which didn't win any of its acting awards either, and didn't win screenplay. There's a world where it doesn't win screenplay. But it could just it could just be Shape of Water. And it didn't win and it wasn't nominated for SAG either. Okay, but it would need to win picture, director, cinematography, and that's it. Score in a world. Oh, I guess score, yeah. Uh, I can see a world. It could, it could, there's a world I, I think there is like a world where it, it takes picture director actor cinematography i think that would be like a decent package for it yeah like there's a world like again there's a world where it's shape of water It'd be weird but there's a world or maybe it's no man land plus cinematography yeah. yeah the way that i talk about will smith winning it says something that i hate will smith i don't hate will smith i just don't want him to win I, oh well i will i just i don't have any attachment to will smith as like an actor because everyone knows this is like a career win for will smith but i don't have an attachment to will smith's career i haven't really seen him in anything the thing about followed, it i haven't followed his career so i'm very neutral on whether he wins this yeah well, it feels not, like he's not bad i just don't i'm just i haven't followed his career enough as an actor to realize oh yes i love his career and i want him to win whereas like kristen stewart for example, other than the fact that she's like really good, like okay, she's really good, and I want her to win. Type of it's thing, like, rather than being like really passionate for the performance, rather than his career. It feels like uh, Sylvester Stallone, kind of. At least for me, yeah, because like I remember so many people were like, "Let's go," and I'm like, I don't know, like I'm not that impressed by his performance. It's it's really good. Like he's great. He deserves a nomination. But to me, that wasn't an Oscar-winning performance. And I don't think he's this incredible actor. Um, and then when Mark Rylance won, I was like one of the only people who was actually happy about that. Well, like because I, I like Will Smith and I like his performance, but I don't I don't follow his career, and so I'm not like and Tristan, I think to give him an, an award just off a career win rather than just like his performance Tristan I don't think like I think that sentiment that you had about Sylvester Stallone is a lot of sentiment that people have about Will Smith but it's also like for me it's kind of weird because like people call Will Smith overdue is Will Smith really like overdue no he's been nominated twice 
and his career isn't really like Oscar-y movies. I, more mean for her, I think they more mean for his like early stuff because he hasn't been doing Oscar movies lately. But like, I think they more mean for his like early stuff. Like, I don't, I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. Will sure. career. Sure, <laughs> sure. It's like his early stuff. I don't know what he was done with. He was in Ali, and that's the one I think people really love the Michael Mann movie where he played Muhammad Ali. And then he also got nominated for The Pursuit of Happiness. Um, I haven't seen Ali. Pursuit of Happiness, he's really good in, but I wouldn't say it's like an Oscar winning worthy role. And as as good of an actor as he is, I I think he is a good actor. He's not, uh, like, to me, I, I feel like he's more of a personality than an actor's actor. Well, I think Benedict Cumberbatch is both because Benedict Cumberbatch has the, um, uh, like he has the support from from fans because he's in like Marvel movies and he was in The Hobbit, but he's also an actor's actor. Like if you watch behind the scenes videos of him like playing Smog, I know that sounds weird, but like <laughs> he gets so into it and it's like it it feels like. Um, like he was almost method acting for it. Like he, he's really uh, a giant and, dragon. Oh yes, knew it. Yeah, knew like, it. Like I gotta send you guys the video, but like it is, like he was doing some like Daniel Day Lewis stuff there, acting as smog. It was crazy. Um, so I, I feel like Benedict's kind of got both. Like he's very well respected from by like the industry and the actors and and people who are really into film, but also very well respected by. Uh, people and he's just a big celebrity so yeah. well Benedict, I, yeah yeah Benedict is my personal winner of the year I love his performance and like I think like I started watching him all the way back when he was in like Sherlock and like shit like that and seeing I think his career grow from being in like Sherlock to being in all those damn Marvel movies and now it's being like nominated for an Oscar um, I, don't know, I, I feel like his performance is like genuinely one of the best of the year where like I don't feel like the hype for Will Smith's performance rather than just like his career in general and well, this will go, like what this win will like bring to his career. there's also like not many people like Benedict Cumberbatch who would do both a Marvel movie and a movie like Power the of the Range Dawn. the Range yeah <laughs> Like, there just aren't many people who would do that. Like, you have, like, your Kate Blanchett, you know, who will do Thor Ragnarok and then do, like, fucking, you know, a Pedro Almodovar movie. You know, and Tilda Swinton, you know, same thing. But, you know, Will Smith isn't doing that. Denzel Washington isn't doing that. Javier Bardem isn't doing that. And, you know, Andrew Garfield isn't really doing that either. So I mean, he, Andrew I Garfield's mean, Spider-Man. He wasn't, he wasn't he was Spider-Man. Yeah, I'd say he's doing he's that. Spider-Man, but, he's Spider-Man, he's doing that. He's Spider-Man. Well, but I get what I you're saying. Spider-Man I don't, I, Garfield's not doing a movie like Power to Dog, that's what I mean. I yeah, mean that, like, I, mean I, that, I mean that in the other way. Lin-Manuel Miranda is, is not Jane Campion. Like, I, I, I love Tick, Tick, Boom. But, like, yeah, I get what you mean. It's not an art house film. Yeah, no, no, no. Not by any means. And Hacksaw Ridge sure as hell is not an art house film. Silence was, though. I keep forgetting who I guess. I keep forgetting about that. Because everyone would, whenever, when everyone was like, I mean, like, good. Hacksaw Ridge is awful. Well, because when everyone started like their predictions and everyone's talking about like the first stat, everyone, 
like the the first time nominees that everyone kept forgetting that Andrew Garfield is a nomination. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, yeah, they I'll... should they should forget Hacksaw Ridge because that movie's bad. But whatever. It should have been for the Social Network. I don't know how he didn't get nominated. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm happy if it wins, but I'm not like super hyped about the two overall. I I I, I I I mean, right now as we're talking, I do feel like I I might like I am very compelled right now to just you know start predicting Cumberbatch. But, but I, I might as well just. Be- I'm gonna I'm gonna wait. Oh, I'm gonna wait. To, I don't have any reason to switch off of him. I don't think Cumberbatch will win because I think Will Smith has a lot of industry support, which I think will really help. So it, Will Smith also has it's kind of like the Brad's uh Brad Pitt effect where um when Brad Pitt started to win at precursors, he was giving these amazing speeches and people really liked the he, speeches he, that he was giving. I haven't heard his speech, but I've heard his, his speech was like very good. It was it was amazing. I, I was really impressed by his speech. So I, I feel like that could help boost him because Academy members definitely watch the precursors. I've only heard like two of the speeches. So <laughs> no, I've heard three. So mm. I, I, but I have heard that it is his speech. Yeah. Is really good. yeah, they say a speech can be a good audition for like a nomination or a win, but sometimes it doesn't always help you. Not always, but like it, it definitely helps if you have a really, a really good speech. Yeah. Like, I don't know if any of y'all going on to TV, if any of y'all saw Michael Keaton's speech, which I think made everyone cry. <laughs> he was also kind of unhinged for the first half of it, though. But we love yeah. it. This is why we want all of the awards to be telecast, because you get shit like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like, he had a really hurtful speech at like, the very end of it. If anyone at the Academy is happen. listening to this, say please, it right now. Tell please, them. Please, we will sell our souls <laughs> to get all 23%. <laughs> Uh, was Michael no. was Michael Keaton drunk? Because like it was very heartfelt, but the first half of his speech was just no. He was, he was back coming back from the bathroom. Back from oh, the bathroom. okay. I was, I was like, what is going on? <laughs> he thought he had more time before his category was announced, and he went to the bathroom. <laughs> but all, I don't know. I know sweets are really hard in TV. Emma Corrin and like Anya Taylor Joy, two example of those. But I do think Michael Keaton could sleep for those bit. Yeah, it seems like it. Yeah, sweets are sweets are really hard. If you win like winter, it's really hard to keep the momentum all the way till fall. But I think I don't think anyone will challenge him right now. I think I'll just sweep all the way. Did Anya Taylor Joyce sweep? No, she swept, she swept until Emmys. Oh, okay. And then she lost to Emmys, and Emma Corrine swept until Emmys, and she lost to Emmys. She lost someone from the same show. So yeah, there and then go. Josh O'Connor did not sweep, and then he won. He lost something. And then he went Emmys. Okay. Sweeps are sweeps are really hard. Harder for TV than for movies, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Yeah. In any event, I um, yeah, I think this is a where we, you know. We say Will Smith. We predict Will Smith until he Probably loses. I think. Yeah, Will Smith. It's, it's like it's like the same thing with like Troy and Cody. Predict Cody until he loses. Now Troy. Like, now Troy has made this a race. Thank yeah. God, because I'm very glad that there's not a possibility of three acting categories sweeping the Um. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there's going to be a lot of discussion coming from this category. Best ensemble, 
goes to Coda. Don't look up. No, I'll... <laughs> I predicted. Don't I predicted. Don't look up. I thought it was possible. Am I the only one who predicted Coda? I predicted Coda. Okay. Jared did too. It was just me and Adriano. Oh, okay. It was. It was me and Adriano. But whatever. Hey man, I'm predicting Coda for Best Pictures, so of course I. Have and now this is where we have to. This oh is where. God. This <laughs> is where. George, please rant. Go rant. Okay. Who's not winning Best Picture, y'all? Here, here's the here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm gonna bring up something that happened last year. Last year there was an episode. I I think it was the episode that was like right after the Oscar nominations. When we were discussing the best picture category, I said to Tristan and Brett, guys, I think Promising Young Woman is the runner-up for best picture. And what did Tristan and Brett say to that? They said, no way, you are crazy. Minari is number two because Minari is going to win SAG. So George, you are crazy. I'll play the clip for you right now, I swear. I will say this right here. And I'm not saying this because this is me getting excited about the prospect of this happening. I think Promising a Woman is number two. No, I, I think Minari's two. Minari's number two, yeah. Like, easy. They said that. And I, I'd still put Minari higher than Promising a Woman right now. There is a conversation Listen. for another day. <laughs> about and what was second, look, what was the order of best picture last well, year. And a lot of people will say the father was second place. That may very well be true. But here's the thing. Minari didn't win SAG. But Trial, which did win SAG, that clearly was a number two. That I mean, that didn't win a single award. It lost screenplay to Promising Young Woman. And Minari lost screenplay to Promising Young Woman. And Minari, I mean, it was top five, probably maybe even top four. I'll give you that. But I still don't think it was about promising a woman because when you are it when competitive for best picture, you need either director or screenplay. And if you don't get either of them, you can't win. Minari did not win director, it did not win screenplay. So I don't think it was really that close to winning. Coda is not nominated for director and it's not going to win screenplay. So I don't know how in the hell that this movie is going to win best picture. And hot, you want me to explain why? hot take, hot take. <laughs> I think Drive My Car is more likely to win best picture than Coda. Drive My Car is up there. I'll give you that. I think it has a chance. I don't think it's going to happen. It's a very it's not happening. Power, Power of the Dog is winning. So it's I, in the, uh, Power of the Dog is winning, Tristan. Shut up. No, I, I think Power of the Dog has a 75% chance of winning. The other and 20, I think, what the fuck is the other 25? Coda has 24. No, and then the not. 1% is driving my car. Coda does not have 24%. Oh my God. People were being so reactionary after Coda. Where was this energy he, last year after trial? The Chicago 7. But here's the thing, Coda. I've, I've been saying this for like people are jumping on the train. But I've been, no, people are jumping because they're sheep. They're stupid. But I've been the conductor of this train for like two months. I've been saying, Coda. As an FYI, Ensemble 
has matched up with Oscars four times since the expanded era. Not a good stat for, for SAG, is it? But they it's do not, not match very often. Very rarely it, do they match. As crazy as this may seem. So after SAG, I put it, I, I well, I already had it at number two, but it became a, a firm number two. And then after the HCA, I put it at number C- one. HCA C- C- means, means nothing. Means nothing. Means nothing. Means HCA is critics' choice, but weaker. I also, as an FYI, I believe since twenty seventeen four of the best picture winners were not nominated in SAG at all like the only one that matches is fucking Parasite but I since since three billboards since the Shape of Water year and a lot of that has to do with the fact that a lot of the best picture winners were not ensemble pieces I don't think that stat is the best indicator well, um, it's showing that SAG's not as important. They don't to win yeah. the picture anymore. Like, but it's, it's not. not. It it's definitely not. But the reason why I think it's gonna win it's is not because gonna it's, win. It's not gonna win. Wait, not let Tristan okay. explain himself. Just do it. Here's here's what I'm thinking, and you know I know people are jumping on my bandwagon, and that's okay. But the reason why I think it's gonna win, or is num- is in the conversation right now is because if you look at the the past 10 years or so most of them i think maybe birdman is the big outlier but most of them really make you feel something and are are emotional pieces and you come away from the movie um feeling like it it really touched you and power of the dog is more of a thinking film it, not, not to say that it doesn't have emotion or heart, but it's not the kind of movie that really, you, you leave really feeling something and, and a movie that you can say really touched you um, in the way that a lot of these past Best Picture winners did. Like even, even Parasite, like while Parasite, uh, it's not like, uh, you know, like a Schindler's List or a Moonlight or one of those movies that makes you cry it's uh it's it's the kind of movie you can really feel passionate about and and a movie that um inspires people and uh it, it's just it it moves people in in a way and i don't see power of the dog doing that it's it's more the power of, of the dog movie. does inspire passionate people tristan there are people it, who are passionate about that movie and i know there there are but coda is the one that's really moving people and i i don't think coda should win best picture i'm, I'm not saying that but uh, i think coda stands for something and if it won it would really stand for something within the past few years there's been a narrative for all of these films winning uh like last year with nomad land a lot of the themes it was touching upon um were feelings and emotions that we had gone through throughout 2020. I mean, it was touching upon isolation and uh, economic crisis, and and it it really related indirectly to the whole pandemic situation. And CODA is um, shining a light on the deaf community who have not really gotten um, fair representation, but it's also um, just further pushing the fact that we need diversity and Hollywood and it's it's a movie about family it's a movie that I think people can 
it, it doesn't matter if you're in the film community or you're a critic or you're just some a casual viewer. I think anyone can watch Coda and and really feel something. Um, and Power of the Dog, I could see people ranking it number one. I could see people ranking it near the bottom. But Coda, it's always going to be within those top few slots. So that's why I think Coda's going to pull it out. And I think it's going to win screenplay and Troy. Let me tell you something, Tristan. I think yeah. Drive My Car has a better chance at winning screenplay than Coda does. I mean, it has a chance. I, I have Drive My Car at number one right now for screenplay. So You just said you I think Coda's going to win. Well, I do, but... I don't have, I, I, I'm not locking that in yet. Right now, I have Coda two. The, What the heck do you have Power of the Dog in? <laughs> number like, three. Jesus, Jesus, Power of the Dog is not number three. No, oh my I know, God. I know it's not. Um, Still number one. The USC scripter lost doesn't mean a whole lot. No, not, I mean, not, not, not really. But at the same time. Not really, because give, like, can you That really does give me an excuse. That does give me an excuse to, to help to drive my car. <laughs> But, like, can you really see the Academy watching The Lost Daughter and being like, ah, yes, screenplay? No. I can no, see them, like, I can see them, screenplay I can see them like, thinking that about Drive My Car, though. Or Power of the Dog, which was nominated there and lost. But see? Just, like, like, Lost Daughter is not a screenplay movie. All right. Here, here, Tristan, let me say this. Let me say this. Let me say this. Yeah. You say, oh, they're going to, like, oh, well, Coda stands for representation. In fact, the Academy does not think about that. They do not care. They are not thinking about what movie has the best representation or not thinking about diversity at all. If they were thinking about that, then they would have voted for Chadwick Boseman last year. And they didn't. They voted for Anthony Hopkins because they just vote for what they like. And if they I'm like sure the, power the, dog, you the Power of the Dog is about uh, gay people, my side they, find you. <laughs> if they like Power of the Dog more than Coda, uh, then they're going to vote for Power of the Dog. We were literally just talking about how Benedict Cumberbatch could win over Will Smith. They, they think... Why can't you make that argument there? Because I think um, picture works a little differently than than acting. Um, because part of the thing is with acting, sometimes voters look at the entire actor's body of work. While with picture, you're looking at the movie itself and its themes and what it stands for. And I think if we look at the past few best picture winners, you can really pinpoint a certain theme that would have resonated with people that exact year. Um, I mean, Birdman, I can't. I don't understand that well, I can't, at I all. can't really do that with any movie this year. Not really. This year? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's it's a little harder. But I think Coda's the one that, that fills that the most. I mean, if um, you really wanted to stretch, you could say, well, Belfast can relate to, like, you know, you know, Go, what's going on in Ukraine with like the invasion, but that's still like a very that's still like a massive stretch. And Belfast can also um, relate to uh, um, people feeling nostalgic uh, and about and like homesick dur- throughout this whole COVID period. But yeah, that's also a, a big stretch. Yeah. I can't really make an argument for Belfast. I don't think it's going to win. So yeah, because again, it does not. It's a died yesterday when Coda won. Well, yeah, sun, B, again, well, editing. It does not have editing. See, the thing that's the editing. thing. The only thing that Zag Ensemble proved to me in this best picture race is that Belfast is dead in Miami. Belfast is super super dead. Like it's like it's not even two anymore. It's probably like 
And it's like last I checked, like next best picture is like Oscar predicting team. There's still people on there predicting Kenneth Branagh to win best director. Stop. That's not happening. That's not happening. She's sleeping. She's sleeping. I have Kenneth at number two though, because that's weirdest. The gap between one and two is so far, guys. Yeah, it's very far. But as weird as this sounds, I think um, Death on the Nile kind of boosted him up to number two because he's very prolific right now. I don't even know what number two is. Spielberg, maybe? I don't know. Spielberg, I have three. I'm I'm doing Kamaguchi. I don't care. I don't care. I don't, I, don't think, I don't think Coda's winning. I think it doesn't matter. Being, it doesn't matter. Look, look, look. I, can, this with, I did this with people... Emerald Fennell last year. I could do it with Hamaguchi. Why were people not this enthusiastic when Black Panther won exactly. a couple of years ago? And exactly. when Trial won last year. Oh, wait, that's because I've won on film. It's when I think of Trial. Yeah, like, but, they, um, you can choose what trains they want to jump on. And film tour is very reactionary when things happen. Coda I, is I not think Parasite. Black Panther had a lot of things against it. So um, does Coda. So does Coda. So does Coda. I don't think so. It does. I, it doesn't have a director. It doesn't have editing. No film in 94 years has ever won without director or editing. Mm-hmm. A film hasn't won without editing since Birdman, but that doesn't count because that's one shot. So then you go back it's to It's not going to win screenplay. People. Yes, and... Coda feels a lot like ordinary people in that it it's not a very cinematic movie. Oh my um, god! But it's one where the performances and the story really grab ordinary people. One director. Oh, that that's a good point. But Coda's gonna win screenplay, so it's no, it's not. <laughs> Drive my car has a better chance of winning screenplay than Coda does. Mark Watch my words. Watch Coda win. Watch it win. Ordinary Watch people. Drive My Car win BAFTA. Yeah, one supporting actor, one screenplay, one director, one Globe, um, and one NBR, and one director at NBR. So like it, it didn't like sweep, but it it like did. And like obviously, side wasn't around back in the twenty or whatever. But like, there's, there's so many things going against it. But I think, and I know, I know um, that. Uh, people are making this comparison all a lot, but uh, it feels like when when Coda won the SAG and they got up there and everyone kind of uh, like got out of their seats and were applauding and there not was compared this... to Parasite, not compared to it it feels like it and oh, people were doubting God. Parasite. No, stop it. <laughs> People were doubting Parasite going in, and I'm like, Parasite's going Parasite to win. Parasite won ACE before it won SAG. Here's the thing. If you look back on it, we really shouldn't have doubted Parasite as much as we did. If you Parasite won ACE right before it won SAG. Like, people, like, we should not have doubted Parasite as much as we did if you really look back on it. Like, I don't get how anyone thought 1917 was going to win because I, I mean, that's I, a... I predicted then. Parasite all through. I predicted Parasite, but I predicted some members of the director. So I predicted, predicted the split. See, oh, I did too. Tristan, yeah. Tristan, I predicted Parasite when the Oscar nominations dropped, when everyone was like, oh, it's going to be once a time hard. Parasite's clearly not winning. No, I was predicting Parasite to win Best Picture from the Oscar nominations dropped all the way to the actual ceremony. I was predicting yeah. it. And I am saying Coda is not Parasite. It is not. I don't think it's as strong as Parasite. I agree with you. But 
I think there's no, never mind. I was gonna say Power of the Dogs 1917, but that's not true. That Power of the really Dogs is a much better true. movie. That is definitely much not true. Yeah, because I think Power of the Dog has a really compelling story, and 1917 is more of a technical contender, like Dune. But no, yeah, I'm on the I'm on the Coda train oh pretty my hard. God. Watch this it win. Number, this is my, by the way, second favorite movie of the year, and I don't think it's winning. Like, it's, just, it's not winning. People are jumping on this train because of fucking SAG. Like, if fucking Belfast had won, no one would be jumping on this train. Guaranteed. Exactly. <laughs> like, or if no Don't Look Up be, had won. If Don't no Look Up had won. If, if Don't Look Up had won, I guarantee you nobody would be jumping the Don't Look Up. If Coda had lost SAG and it wasn't Belfast that won, I'd still have Coda at number two. Oh my. But no one would be jumping uh, on Don't Look Up and being like, oh, Don't Look Up from the screenplay. Yeah, they no way. Editing. Like, like nobody I, would be saying that about Don't Look Up. Because I think as much as stats fitting, matter. It's just fitting in on this movie that film Twitter likes. Exactly. That's all it's, that's all it's doing. Exactly. They, well, they like, wanna, people want to race so badly. <laughs> Well, the guys, I, I, think, I just think it's gonna sweep. I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't you guys. like. I know film Twitter does like Coda, but it's not. It's not even like. It's not like a movie that everyone in the film community absolutely loves. I I just think it's it's an easy movie to love. Um, there are a lot of people who really like it. It's got passion. It's support, and also. I think the fact that it's been winning all of these awards and the speeches that the cast have won awards, been, SAG, and Troy? HCA, HCA, HCA does not mean anything. Dude, that How many was incredible. Know what HCA is? HCA How many academy members are actually watching the HCA? HCA I, means less than the Critics' Choice, and Critics' Choice means nothing. Exactly. There's no overlap. There's absolutely zero overlap. Like, well, I don't think Academy voters even know, they barely know what it is. It doesn't mean anything in terms of stats, but it does indicate um, what people are, are feeling. No, it and, no, it oh my fucking God. Tristan, you sound like me with Carrie last year. It's voted on my but, critics who are all on film Twitter. But I'm not even like passionate about Coda. I just, I just see people really loving it. And it's um it's hard to ignore. Well, Tristan, I also see people really passionate about Drive My Car, and I'm not predicting that to win Best Picture. It's a different kind of passion, though. Like Coda winning every time it wins an award, even at a, a like an award ceremony as small as HCA, it feels like a moment every time it oh wins. Oh and they get up on stage, and everyone gets out of their seats and and gives them a round of applause. It it feels like like a really important moment and uh i i really think it's it's got the upper hand here i don't here. think it's one like it's not number one it's, it's not it's, even top five again okay drive, that's crazy drive my drive my car drive my car has a better chance of winning best picture than coda one it, is but, the power of the dog and two is probably king richard Oh, I don't oh, think... Oh, 2 is not King Richard. I think 2 no. is King Richard. Honestly, I think 2 is probably still Belfast, because, but I, I also don't No, because it's, it's the editing thing. Well, then... It's the editing then thing. Then 2 is Dune. 2 is Dune, then. It's not Dune. 2... No. It's... King Richard, I, I, I don't think, has a shot at winning. 
see, it's hard to it's, see. See, this this is why Power to Dog is winning because it's hard for us to you know have a consensus on what's number two. This is why Power to Dog is winning Best Picture. I don't know. I I, I just not, I don't feel it. Not number one. People want to race so badly. Coda's not number one. <laughs> I, I okay. Well, I'm locking it in now. I'm not going to change my prediction. Oh my oh god. My god. <laughs> Watch it win. Nominate, it's not going to win. It's going to be Power of the Dog. Well, George told me this about uh, what was it? Oh, Penelope Cruz. He's like, you're crazy. Don't nominate. I uh, don't put. Penelope Cruz in my your predictions and I took her out and I got burned so I'm gonna I'm gonna ride the Coda train until the end at least so I, stupid. at least like there is proof that like Coda does not have the support it needs to win best picture it only got three nominations yeah. like a movie has ever really won loved, best if they if they really loved okay. it why didn't they give it all the why didn't they give it song why didn't they give it supporting actress why did it surprise uh, an they editing? They nominated fucking there's no DGA Jesse Buckley. There's no DGA nomination, no ACE nomination, there's no Golden Globe Director nomination, Golden Globe Screenplay nomination, no BAP the Best Film nomination. Um, because it, it doesn't deserve any of those. It's not that kind of movie. So why do you think it's gonna win Best Picture? <laughs> <laughs> um okay, uh I think. The last winner that that was this comparable was maybe Spotlight, because Spotlight, Ow! because Spotlight was a was a small Spotlight movie had too. director and editing. Yeah, that's true. You're right. There's no comparison for Coda. There's nothing. I, I just think it's a feeling, and I think with the expanded membership, we're going to start seeing more stats break. Um, we can't just say fuck stats though, because then we'd, we're just picking stuff out of our ass. Exactly. But, but, I think stats um, are breaking, but I don't think we can say fuck stats because then we might as well pick like fucking, like fucking like King Richard the Belfast to win fucking Best Picture. Like the stats but, exist for a reason until they break. Look with uh, look with Penelope Cruz. She uh, she overcame stats. So did Marcia worst person in the world. Yeah. So, so I think so it has happened. Every now and then. I mean, Penelope Cruz just getting nominated. That Penelope was a Cruz happened because, Penelope Cruz got nominated because everyone continues to underestimate Sony Picture Classics. Yeah. Which is something we really need to stop doing. But like, even like she has something. She won two of the three with the trifecta. Worst person was... What, did that get anything? Uh, it, I don't think so. It, it won screenplay somewhere. Or maybe they won screenplay. Well, here, 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 here. I'll say this. I think worst person. I mean, how it got nominated. I feel, I feel like it just kind of resulted from like a huge, like last minute surge. Like you, you saw like Judd Apatow say this movie's amazing. Nancy Myers was talking about it. You know, Paul Thomas Anderson said it's the best movie in the world. You know, like all these like people who are in the writers branch of the Academy coming out and saying guys this movie is amazing watch it you know vote for it and boom it got nominated yeah worst person in the world has a lot of international support and penelope cruz also had a lot of international support exactly so oh my fucking god <laughs> I, I i can't i can't even what is not winning this picture guys it's not no you know what? If Tristan is gonna lock in, like, gonna start predicting Coda to win Best Picture, 
I am going to start predicting Drive My Car to win adapted screenplay. Do it. I'm, I'm, that could happen though. If it wins BAFTA, there's it a can, chance that it wins. If it wins BAFTA, there's a better fair. chance for Drive My Car to win screenplay than Coda. I don't know why Gold Derby has Coda, but Drive My Car. And look, 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 I, I saved it. I saved it. All right. I, I Now on Gold Derby, I am predicting Drive My Car to win Best Adapted Screenplay, and nobody can stop Coda me. Would need to, Coda would need to win both WGA and BAFTA to have a shot at winning Adapted. Which I don't see it winning BAFTA because I think Drive My Car or Power of the Dog are winning BAFTA Screenplay. Exactly. One of those two. Exactly. Like, Coda would need to win WGA, and I still think Dune can win WGA, as crazy as that sounds. Through the world, I guess. I think it's Power of the Dog. Or not part of the Dakota, maybe. But it's not winning BAFTA. It's not winning BAFTA. That would definitely drive my car will probably win BAFTA, honestly. Like, yeah. they really liked the movie. <laughs> oh man. If it wins BAFTA, I predict to get the one unlocking in for the I Oscar. also think it wins BAFTA, I'm gonna predict it as well. Like it's clear that they really liked we should move on because we sound like we're ganging up on Tristan. Yeah. Look, here, here's no, what I'll say. Good. I here's it. what I'll say. Tristan, Tristan. kind of deserves that. Pretty. If Tr- if if Coda wins PGA, then I will consider it. And if it actually does win Best Picture, I will take a shit and I will eat it. No, do not do that. <laughs> I'm not actually gonna do that. No. Okay. Good. Good. Well, no. Just, this is. Win. It's probably not gonna win not Best Picture. This isn't sallow. It's probably. People are being reactionary when something fucking wins again, which is what Twitter sometimes does with fucking everything. They're just being reactionary. SAG, winning SAG has become less and less and less of a big deal for winning the, the best picture. But adding on to that, and I know you guys are going to jump on me, I'm currently writing my thesis about social media and, and criticism and stuff, and Part of that is the Oscars and based on like what I've been looking at um, I, I think that Twitter is having uh, more and more of an, uh, of an impact on awards season Twitter even no though on, no well some here's Twitter the thing about, some Twitter is about this. I, I don't think it is I think um, look at uh, Sound of Metal and The Father I think those are two movies that really benefited from uh they benefited from a late campaign but also people reacting positively to them and um i mean twitter really went ham over the father that was one where it helped with the surge it was just sbc just targets very specifically in them when they campaign exactly but remember everyone was like oh this movie's not coming out it's probably gonna miss picture like it's probably not gonna get as very do very good. I was I was saying it out there and did saying very that. good at Globes. It like all of these like Anthony Hopkins one SBC just targets very, very, very specifically during their campaigns. And like Coda very specifically targeted their campaign towards SAG members, which is also probably why one to fully everyone at fucking SAG saw that movie. But like SBC just targets very Specifically, they they got their their campaign right in targeting exactly. people. They don't care exactly. about film Twitter and what the fuck film Twitter has to say. I think a lot of Academy members are on film Twitter, and I mean, I, I'm not saying they film Twitter not, in general. They're not on film Twitter. 
they're on Twitter. They're not on film Twitter. They're really annoying. No, they're not they're on fucking, film Twitter. Because we're, okay. we're fucking annoying. That's why. I, I don't mean film Twitter in general, but I. Really I mean Twitter. social media. Well, they're on social media, but we're so, annoying. So like, they're not part of film Twitter. Social media criticism is is a big thing, and uh, with you know so many people supporting a small movie like Coda, that that gets out there and and it's it's kind of like a reactionary effect you know when you see no, a bunch of people that would apply most dakota that would apply to fucking drive my car well yeah but drive my car is more of a that's one that's more of a bubble because i don't think everyone's going to connect to drive my car that's also a very art house also movie. if the academy were really on film twitter and influenced by film twitter then don't look up wouldn't have been nominated for best picture because film twitter hates that movie yeah, but I'm not film, saying film Twitter film decides Twitter, everything. Film Twitter is a bubble. We're a teeny tiny, small bubble or movies where we're convinced that everyone's going to fucking hate it. And then everyone ends up fucking loving it because film Twitter, it's a small bubble. It's, it's because I, I think than everyone thinks that it is. There, there, are other, um, there are other sides to the industry that will support certain movies. Like, I mean, don't look up. Yeah, film Twitter might absolutely hate it, but people uh, i mean audiences love that movie exactly. and it did really like well on that's why film twitter did not influence the academy wait i don't hold on i don't think they the, it's not like film twitter is solely responsible for stuff but um with smaller movies just helping push the word out there i think film twitter does that's have an impact well they did that with like you could have said that about a lot of other movies you could have said it about never rarely sometimes always you could have said it about shiva baby you could have said yeah. it about, you could have said it about pig you could have said it about come on come on and it just didn't happen but but those are movies where it's it's a lot more niche it's that's the indie community that's not the whole film community coda is an indie movie whether we like it or not coda is an indie movie guys it I is it is an Apple, indie movie but it is but, an indie movie it's it's a movie it's an indie movie that everyone seems to be jumping on like the the art house crowd the indie crowd the blockbuster crowd there are like a lot of every people facet. who think that movie is really really basic yeah like they're like like I know someone who said it, it's like a Disney Channel movie okay it's not that okay no that's it's crazy not that bad, so, I'm just um, saying there are people out there who think that like it's just yes. like social media internet it's not film Twitter it's just like social, social media, yeah, social media community. Like film Twitter in general is not like. Well, I think when you guys it. say film Twitter, you're talking about a specific community, but I mean Twitter in general. And I'm not saying film Twitter because film Twitter, I mean the very niche community of people who all follow these goddamn stupid awards for some reason. Yeah, no, I don't mean that. That's that's okay, more niche. Saved, okay, we could have saved like 15 minutes of arguments. I mean, yeah, like these social media communities in general, like, yeah, it, it, they, they have an impact. Well, Apple also has a lot of money. Yes, Apple has a lot of money. And, you know, they really push Coda far. And also, yeah. Coda has been you know, like talked about since Sundance. Yeah. Like, people talked about it all year. That definitely, like, had something of an impact. I mean, Apple buying it for $25 million had an impact very specifically. Exactly. So, like, I, I don't, I, I, I just don't, like, understand this whole, like, whole 
why everyone is jumping on Coda. It's just funny. It's, it's just, just funny. It's just, it's just word of mouth. Powder or Dog is like winning general, Best Picture. Oh. Get over it. Again, if 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 Coda wins PGA, you know, well, you know, a little bit rub of race, whipped cream on my nips and sing "Being Alive." I don't see. But, it. I don't. I don't see it winning. That's not P- That doesn't scream a PGA movie, though. I've got it winning PGA because, of course, you do. It doesn't scream a PGA movie, though. It doesn't seem like something PGA would award. Okay, we have been talking about Coda. <laughs> in sad, best picture for like far too long. We like yeah. to trust that more just into the car. Well, sometimes he needs a good ass beating, and sometimes yeah. people need a good ass beating. I'm gonna be laughing when Coda takes home best picture. Coda's so it's all good. Really I'm gonna be laughing when Drive My Car takes adapted screenplay over it, and just I, got... realizes, oh shit, Coda's not winning. No, I've got Drive My Car winning adapted screenplay right now. I have it at Jeff, number one. Do you have Troy winning supporting? Yeah. It's, it's gonna be like like a two two wins, like spotlight. We're moving off of this now. We spent too long on it. Oh man, that was unhinged. Um Tristan, we love you still. We have some housekeeping 50%. items that we need to take care of. The love dropped a little bit, Tristan, and then how much we love you after that sorry <laughs> first and foremost american cinema editors also known as ace is holding their awards uh this week so is adg they're saturday yep and uh where the fuck is uh just look in the discord no, I'm looking for the nominations list. Oh. So we're looking for the date. I'm like, this is on the Discord. <laughs> we post them every week. Sorry, I am not prepared. I need to have these tabs are open. Looking, are you looking for Ace? Yeah, I need um, to have. Best edited film dramatic, Belfast, Dune, King Richard, No Time to Die, Power of the Dog. Best edited feature film comedy, Cruella, Don't Look Up, The French Dispatch, Licorice Pizza, Tick, Tick, Boom. And then best edited animated is Encanto, Luca, Mitchell's versus the Machines, Raya, and Sing Too. And documentary. Uh, uh, 100 Foot Waves, Sea Monsters. Um, oh, that's a great one. That's a great one. Um, oh, 1970, 1971, the, the year we, that music changed everything. Oh, these don't matter. Nothing's nominated. Okay. Oh, no, I looked at the wrong one. Flea, The Rescue, Summer of Soul, Val, and the Velvet Underground. Congratulations, Soul, on your win. Yeah, Summer of Soul. Yeah. <sighs> Editing. I was like, get the TV like doc category. <laughs> I was like, oh, you're nominated. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. There's a lot of categories. Uh, yeah, Silver Soul's gonna win that. Animated, I think that's gonna be in Kanto. In Kanto, damn, in Kanto's probably gonna sweep because people are really lazy. Yeah, for sure. And then comedy musical. I don't know. I boom. Tick, tick, like, boom, don't or look don't up. look up. 
man. Like, that... we have the most flashy editing. Yeah. Hmm. I think I'll go with Tick, Tick, Boom. I think I'll also go with Tick, Tick, Boom. I'll go with Tick, Tick, Boom. Okay. And fuck knows for drama. Fuck knows. drama, I mean, that's going to be Dune. I would Dune think. Surprise from No Time to Die. Maybe. I don't. Oh, but the No Time to Die is not nominated. At, well, Palm Springs. Palm Springs literally happened last year, so I can't say anything. Yeah, I probably. Yeah. Have a, maybe if they want to be really real, they give to King Richard. I, uh, I, I guess maybe, maybe, but I still don't think that's gonna happen. Uh, I have ADG. Do you wanna? Oh, I, I, I found ADG. I'm so proud. I'm so proud of you preparing in advance. Well, I didn't really prepare this in advance. I had to go to freaking next, but I was. I'm using next best picture. And it just didn't work. Okay. So animated feature film. For Art Director's Guild, we have Encanto, Luca, uh, The Mistress of the Machines, Ran the Last Dragon, and Sing 2. Again. Congratulations on your win. Encanto. <laughs> That's just going to be Encanto. So then contemporary, we have Candyman, Don't Look Up, In the Heights, the Lost Daughter and No Time to Die. I still don't get this Lost Daughter nomination. I still don't get it. I mean, I guess it's like because it's I... in a foreign country. <laughs> <sighs> it's the only thing I can think of. I, I think they're going to give it to No Time to Die, though. I think so, too, yeah. Tristan? I think it's going to go to No Time to Die as well. Okay. And then fantasy. Also, I forgot that In the Heights was nominated here. <laughs> is it? Okay. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, it gosh. is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the fantasy feature film we have Dune, 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 Dune. No, okay. <laughs> Cruella, Dune, Ghostbusters Afterlife, The Green Knight, and Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. That's what a great be... nomination for Green Knight. Yeah. Um, it's, it's gonna, gonna, gonna be. be Dune. It's gonna be Dune. It's gonna be Ghostbusters. No. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be Dune. And then for period feature film, we have The French Dispatch, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, The Tragedy of Macbeth, and West Side Story. I think Nightmare Alley wins it. I, I'm gonna have to. I think I'm gonna have to say Nightmare Alley. Unless they, yeah. unless they go like French Dispatch, just like not nominating it for the fucking Oscar. My God, I think so. Criminal could go French Dispatch. Actually, I'm. Why they didn't nominate the goddamn Oscars? It wins. I'm gonna go for chaos and say French Dispatch. I was gonna go Nightmare Alley because I have Nightmare Alley winning right now. Nightmare Alley's winning production design, I think. At the I'm yeah. Nightmare Alley. I'm never winning it as a sole nominee, which hasn't happened in a couple of years. Usually, it lines up. Well, with sole else. winner. You mean? It was nominated for a few. Oh things. yeah, yeah. I would like the sole winner because I don't have it winning another category. So, so then we have um, the Indie Spirit Awards. Um a, a, um, a voting body in which the three of us are all voters for. However, 
only me and Jasmine voted because somebody did not vote. Yeah, I totally forgot. So, this is also called the Film Twitter Awards because half of Film Twitter is on this fucking half of Film Twitter yeah. is part of this. So it didn't so, used to be like that. Yeah, but Jasmine and I. I mean, it's kind of a dick dick thing to say, but like we're kind of the only ones whose votes like matter on this podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry, Justin. Oh, because I didn't vote. Yeah, your vote doesn't matter. Yeah, well, I'm still gonna say what I voted, what I would vote hypothetically for. Yeah. So. I feel like me, with... me and though me and George, I'm pretty sure voted for completely different things. Like every category. Yeah, we probably did. So for best male performance in a new scripted series, we're doing TV. I did not. Too. Oh, I didn't vote for these. I didn't vote for TV at all. I didn't vote for TV. No. Let's see. Ollie Alexander. I don't. I don't. Why aren't they not naming the show? I don't understand. I don't understand TV in the industry. Yeah, the they're not independent because Squid Game got nominated. Yeah. Murray Bartlett, Michael Gray Eyes, Lee Jung Jae, Ashley Thomas. I'm just going to go with Lee Jung Jae. It's like the most well known. Um. Yeah, I'm the gonna one, the predict. one from the one from Squid Game. Yeah, Lee Jung Jae. Yeah, the one from Squid Game. Oh, she just won the fucking side too. Now the one on yeah. one side. I haven't watched the show. So it's the one on one side. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'll go with that one. Okay. Then best female performance. Deborah Iorinde. Jasmine Cephas Jones. I think that's blind spotting. Who's a Bebedu? I believe that is. That's the Underground Railroad. We've got Jaina I I can't say this name. And and Jana Vasan. I am going to go with uh, Thuzo. I can't pronounce her last name from the Underground Railroad. I haven't seen any of the TV movies at all. Yeah, I abstained. From voting, I think so. all of them because I had just haven't seen them. <laughs> I abstained I, from all the TV, so I'm gonna say Underground Railroad. That seems like the most high profile one. Yeah, the actress at least. And yeah. then non non scripted documentary Black and the Missing, the Cho Show, the Lady in the Dale Nuclear Family, and Philly DA. Philly DA. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Uh, that that one I see people posting about the other ones I've never heard of. And then new scripted series, Blind Spotting, It's a Sin, Reservation Dogs, The Underground Railroad, and We Are Lady Parts. I feel like it's a bit between the Underground Railroad and Reservation Dogs. I'm not or, or maybe it's a sin. I was gonna say Underground Railroad. Yeah. yeah. Because of the overwhelming, like, you know, love and respect for, you know, Barry Jenkins. And I feel like even though not that many people have seen Underground Railroad, the people who have seen it absolutely love that show. It, it's done really well. Um, and, like, I know Reservation Dogs, from what I've heard, is a little bit divisive. Not everyone loves it. Um, I don't know much about the blind spotting show, but I do know It's a Sin has great a great reputation. All right. But, uh, what's We Are Lady Parts? Never heard of that. I've never heard of that one either. Well, well, let's get into things that we know something about and things that we've actually voted for. Uh, best Cinematography, The Humans, 
Echiara passing, uh, Blue Bayou, and Zola. Um, I voted for passing here. I voted for the humans, but I'm going to predict passing. I'm going to predict, I think passing will win. Just go, with what have, just go with what from prayer likes, and that's probably what it would. I would have voted well, for Well, in that humans. case, you could also you could also say Zola. Oh, true. Yeah, Zola. But for cinematography, I feel like people are going to be like, oh, passing is black and white. Like yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I personally think the humans had the best, really like the way that movie was shot. I, I mean, like I... Shot, but I like the way passing used the black and white, though. That's true. I, I, I mean, I voted for the humans because, like, it needs support. <laughs> it needs something... Four Oscars. <laughs> All right. Movie. Best editing. Achiara, The Nowhere In, Zola, The Killing of Kenneth Chamberlain, and The Novice. I would have said The Novice here. As did I. Really common pattern here. As did I. I voted for The Novice here. Achiara um, needed to be shorter. That's what it needed to be. <laughs> Significantly shorter. <laughs> And that movie, I'm pretty uh, sure, was like 90 minutes long. <laughs> I see. See, I think the novice could win still because it is very well edited. But you know, I'm looking at Zola here, and I mean that movie. That movie's editing is very unhinged. Like, um, I say unhinged a lot. <laughs> I think. Uh, I mean, it's very showy work. It is very showy work. And there are people who, I mean, Zola has a lot of fans. Even I enjoyed the movie, you know, a a good bit. So I gave the movie a six. I thought it was a little too weird. So, I mean, I think Zola could could pull it off here. I think I'll just, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll do Zola because, like, um, I don't know where else it's going to win. Yeah, I'll do Zola. Um, yeah, I think if we're looking at the nominees here, it it would probably be between the novice and Zola. Um, nowhere in, I mean, I didn't that's say nowhere same in. That's one. That's one. That's one I didn't end up seeing, unfortunately. Yeah, I, I think I'd probably go Zola. I'm just gonna stick with the novice. Okay. So then, best international film. Hmm, I wonder what's going to hear. Let's see. Compartment number six, Drive My Car, Parallel Mothers, Pebbles, Petite Maman, and Prayers for the Stolen. So I abstained uh, from this category because I've so, only seen three, two or three. I didn't see enough. So I abstained. So uh, from prayers, for the, prayers for the Stolen is winning, right? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I voted for Drive My Car, and it's going to be Drive My Car. Yeah, um, I didn't see enough of the movies to vote, but I could drive my car swimming and like a landslide. The fact that the worst person in the world isn't here is so upsetting. They probably didn't see it. Yeah, but I mean, great nominees. I love Petite Maman. I think Parallel Mothers is great. Compartment number six. I know you don't like it, Jasmine, but I really like that movie. That movie's so boring. How the fuck did you like that? That movie's so I don't know. dull. I just I thought it was interesting. So nice dull. to see uh oh my god 
I feel like you don't we don't see like a lot of uh fin- Finnish movies out there, so it's cool to see well, a movie. Can they, well, can they make some better ones? <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I it's drive my car. Yeah. Speaking of good Finnish movies, girl picture at, at Sundance. That's Finnish. That was a great movie. See, they can make good movies. Anyway, continue. <laughs> All right, best supporting male: Coleman Domingo, Zola, Miko Getsuo, uh, Queen of Glory, Troy Kotzer, Coda, Will Patton, Sweet Thing, uh, Chaske Spencer, Wild Indian. Uh, this uh, is... I voted. I voted for Troy Kotzer. It was a really tough. It was really tough between like Troy and Coleman, who I also really loved, and has been getting like no love. But I went, I went for Troy because he's my favorite supporting performance this year. Troy is going to win this. Troy is going to win this. I, 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 I did vote for him, so you know, there you go. I hope he appreciates the vote. Also, this was like a really good, just in general, set of nominations at the indie foods. It wasn't just like a repeat of like some like indie indie movies from the Oscars. It was some actually yeah. like good independent movies who had been like yeah, really overlooked. All right. Okay. Supporting female, we have Jesse Buckley, The Lost Daughter, Amy Forsyth, uh, The Novice, Ruth Nega, Passing, Ravika Roussel, Roussel, I think, Been Pleasure, and Susanna Sun and Red Rocket. Oh, she was yes. surprisingly good. She was surprisingly good in Pleasure. The one from Pleasure, surprisingly really good. Really good for that. Um, um, I voted for Susanna Song. I do think Ruth Nega will win, but I voted for So Susanna. I voted for Ruth Nega. I was, I was between her and Susanna Sun. I can't believe but, you betrayed us like that. Well, I voted for Red Rocket elsewhere. Which which spoils what category that is, but I I also prefer Tessa Thompson. Let, let me let me say let, let me say this though. The Oscar nominee is here. The Oscar nominee is here, and that scares me predicting Ruth Nega, because when the Oscar nominee is here, these people voting... tend to be kind of sheepish, mm. and then vote for the Oscar nominee. Yeah, but Ruth Nega, I no, mean... No, I think Ruth Nega's gonna win. Yeah. Because people are just gonna be angry that she was snubbed. And, Ooh. like, even though she's not an Oscar nominee, she's been nominated at the Globes, the SAG, she's been around this season. See, that's... Yes, but at the same time, I wonder, are there enough people who are like, oh, Jesse Buckley, she got nominated for the Oscar, I'm gonna vote for her. No, like, because... No, because someone did... No, because the indie spirits have taste. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll stick with Ruth, but I, I mean, and I, I mean, because Susanna of Song should be, Susanna Song should be winning this, though. She's fantastic. I, I, I did vote for Ruth. I did vote for Ruth, but you know. I also, yeah. didn't, lo- I also didn't look past him as an FYI. I gave it like I did not either. I, I gave it a four. I, oh, my board. Oh <laughs> I my saw God. the rough cut at Sundance, though, not the new one. The, the new one's better. Yeah. Okay, okay documentary. Wow, Ascension, wow, Ascension flee in the same breath, procession and summer of soul. Flee, I think will win. I think no, I think summer of soul will win. Yeah, it's gonna be summer of soul. I voted for flee. I don't love summer of soul. I think it's a little over. I, I mean, I like it, but I think it's incredibly yeah. over. Summer of soul is gonna win. Sorry, I. But I, 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 I voted. I voted for flee. I, I voted for flee. 
and I would have voted for Flea. Um, I, th- I think this body in particular, because it skews more indie, is going to go towards Flea. That's, I hope Flea wins. Oh, my God. It's, like, distinctly an indie film. Also, sound, and, uh, also makes it sound like I hate Summerfield. I don't hate Summerfield. I just think it's very overrated, and I don't think yeah. it's winning the Oscar. I'm sorry. I think it's more of an editing achievement than a filmmaking achievement, if that makes any sense. Because it's, it's just, like... Well, whatever. But what I mean is, like, he... Um, he brought together all of this footage and archived it and like and rendered it and that's really impressive but i don't think the film as a whole is that impressive i don't think as a documentary um it really has much to say about the footage that he like presented i like the history behind it i didn't i don't i'm not a fan of the music in the the film is about so that's kind of why i actually didn't like it. i ended up skipping most of the performances because i just kind of didn't like them Vibe with them. Well, now we're back on to best male lead, which is Clifton Collins Jr., Jockey, Ooh. Frankie Faison, uh, Kelly of Kenneth Chamberlain, Michael Gray Eyes, Wild Indian, Udo Kier, Swan Song, and Simon Rex in Red Rocket. So I, Killing of Kenneth Chamberlain. Good, should have been a short film, but very good, not very well written. But lead is very good in that. But um, I did vote for Simon Rex, who was fantastic. I voted, in Red I Rocket. voted for Simon Rex, and, and I, I that think you. I think it won. I believe Simon Rex is going to win, and he's a lot of support. Um, because considering that I did vote for Red Rocket elsewhere, and this and supporting actress are only two nominations, I did vote for Simon Rex. Simon Rex is the Adam Sandler of this year. I guess, kind of. In what way? I mean, the movie's not as high profile as Uncut Gems was. Yeah, but just the the way that I think this, I don't know, people are just really supporting his performance. And because I think they both kind of played scummy characters, but they did it in a very charming way. I suppose yeah, so. I, see that. Yeah. I suppose. I feel like another movie, aside from like the characters they played with each pig. Yeah. So... Now we're on to best female lead, a category that uh, my preferred winner won last year. <laughs> okay. Isabel Furman, The Novice, Brittany S. Hall, Test Pattern, Patty Harrison, Together Together, Taylor Page, Zola, Kali Rice, uh, Catch the Fair One. I. Or do you just say The Novice? I mean, I, I am tempted to pick Taylor Page, but I will vote. I will say Furman for this. And I, I, I did vote for, I, oh, I voted for Furman. So I voted for Isabel Furman. She is in my top three for my favorite perform- female performances this year. But she was fantastic. I don't know who's winning, though. Oh my God. Don't know who's I, winning. Yeah, it's, it's between her and Taylor, <laughs> I think. Maybe Brittany, but I'm going to. I think it's between Furman. I think it's between Zola and the novice. The novice has like so like it's like small, but it, it has support on film Twitter and like solely film Twitter because it's such a small yeah. movie. But like, I think it's between them. I mean, yeah. I I wouldn't be shocked or or even like upset if Taylor Page won. She was really good. It's just like you know, I did vote for Furman. I voted for Furman. Great performance in the novice. You haven't seen it. Yeah. Yeah. 
and uh tristan what are you who, who are you doing i would do that's a good question um i'd probably go with well, I've only seen Together Together. You haven't seen so long? I haven't, no. You should watch that. Um, actually, I, I did watch the first 20 minutes of The Novice yesterday. And Why I have to only finish the that. first 20 minutes? Because I, I put it on at like 3 in the morning and I got too tired. But it was very good. Uh, so I'd say Isabella Furman. Isabel. Oh, Isabel. Whoops, sorry. Okay. Uh, best first screenplay, we have Wild Indian, Test Pattern, Mass, Cicada, and Pig. I feel Pig was nominated here. Uh, I voted for Mass, and I think Mass will win. Same. I voted Mass. I think Mass will probably win. Like if, if anything upsets, it's probably Pig. Yeah. Like, I, it's, I think it's Mass. Like, yeah, I'm saying, I'm going to say Mass. Yeah, for sure. I'm sure Tristan asks for everything, except when the worst person in the world is nominated. So then best screenplay, let's see, Together Together, The Lost Daughter, Zola, Come On, Come On, and Swan Song. I, I, so I think Lost Daughter, because of how well it's doing in screenplay, is probably going to win this, I think. It is also the only one here that's Oscar nominated. But if Come On, Come On wins, I mean, I'll I'll just die and go to heaven if that happens. Um, I voted for Come On, Come On. I think Come On, Come On could win. It could, but I'm going to say but The Lost people Daughter. people be upset that it's... Well, I think the Come Lost On, Come On started, the Lost could win searching, The Lost Daughter surged after... I, I, like, I, after voting did it okay yeah because like only people only really started talking about well even then it's still the only one that's oscar nominated it doesn't really matter who it is i guess not, not indie spirit i guess i guess i guess come on come on it's probably the runner-up but i did vote for it still so i mean but I do think that there is another category that it could win, and that is Best Director. We have Janixa, Bravo, Zola, Maggie Joanhall, The Lost Daughter, Lauren Hathaway, The Novice, Mike Mills, Come On, Come On, Ninja Thyberg, Pleasure. Here, I think I'm going to vote for Mike Mills. Um, I voted well, for Lauren Hathaway. Well, I voted for Mike Mills. I, I think I'm going to predict Mike Mills. I think he'll win, but I voted for Lauren Hathaway. I voted for, you know. I really liked Novice mm. in, my, in my 10 of the year. <laughs> Director? Mm. I feel like Maggie could win for The Lost Daughter. I hope Mike Mills wins. But I'm going to predict Maggie. Actually, no. I'm going to predict Mike. Yeah. I have faith in the Indies. Yeah. I have faith in the Indies, too. Okay, so then we have the John Cassavetes Award. We don't vote on that. We don't? No, we don't vote on that. Weird. Okay. CryptoZoo. I was going to say, you can say what they are, but we, we, I'm pretty sure we don't vote on it. I don't think we vote on them. 
I thought we did. Whatever. Crypto Zoo, Jockey, Shiva Baby, Sweet Thing. This is not a war story. It's got to be Shiva Baby, I think. Probably Shiva Baby. If we voted for it, I don't know what I voted for because I didn't write it down. If we voted for it, it would have been Shiva Baby. It was Shiva Baby. Shiva Baby or Crypto Zoo, which I also really like. But I cannot recall voting for this movie for this category. I swear that we voted for it. I swear that we did. I can't remember. Maybe we did. I, I can't remember voting for it. I also didn't write it down if I did. Anyway. You sent your, your ballot on Yeah, I don't have it. I don't server. have it on. I don't have it on there. Yeah, but you sent it on your ballot on in the server somewhere. Yeah, I didn't include it. So I don't know you, if I voted for it. Oh. Yeah, well, I don't know if I voted for it. <laughs> you don't know if you voted for it? I don't know if we voted for it generally. If we voted for it, I would have. Okay, okay. I, voted, but I also think it should be the winner. Yeah. First feature. I did not vote for this. I didn't see that. I, I, I abstained from this. Seven Days, Holler, Queen of Glory, Test Pattern, Wild Indian. I felt like half no idea what it was. Got no idea. I am voting for, well, well I didn't vote. Excuse me. I didn't see any of these. I, I, again, this is, it's very late. Test Pattern is what I think is going to win. I, oh my God, I hope not. <laughs> did you watch it? Yeah, I didn't like it. Oh, like I did, but it's, it's I don't want it to win. I guess what I had to pick a winner would maybe be Hollow. Like I didn't, I didn't, well, I didn't like Test Pattern very much. Well, I, I can't I can't really speak on any of these movies because I just haven't seen any of them. I mean, Tristan, I don't know if you've seen any of them, but I haven't. Okay, so I can't I, really I speak like, to them. Yeah, like, I didn't like Test Pattern. I liked Holler. What do you think, like, Tristan? Oh, I probably like Holler. Oh. I feel like Test Patterns, the one that I see popping up the most, and it did really well at the Gotham's, right? It did, yeah. Um, what has the highest Letterbox score? Wild Indian was at Sundance, so that has some support too. Uh, but I, I'd go Test Pattern. I think that's the one that. I didn't really like it. That's the one. And then finally, best feature, uh, Hiara, come on, come on, The Lost Daughter, The Novice, and Zola. I voted for The Novice, unsurprisingly. I voted for Come On, Come On, unsurprisingly. I would have voted for Come On, Come On. I feel like Come On, Come On could still could win this, kind of like The Farewell, I think. I think it's going to. I mean, it makes sense. Like, it does make sense. Like, we assume The Lost Daughter is going to, like, win because of the Oscar. You know, like Marriage Story. Marriage Story is nominated for Best Picture. But, like, you know, people really, like, love Come On, Come On. Yeah, but there's a little overlap. We can't really say that. There's, like, very little overlap in this thing this year. Like, <laughs> people actually have to see these movies because there was But we're also talking about the Film Twitter Awards. We're talking about, like, you know... Film fan awards, right here. Yeah, well, I don't go for fucking Kwan Kwan. It's awesome for like the. Yeah. 
I thought it was a good. I, my my personal pick was the novice. Well, <laughs> I voted for come on, come on, and I think that's what's gonna what's gonna take this award. And that is it for this episode of the Gold Derby Horses. Just fifteen minutes until midnight. <laughs> so, thank you for listening to this podcast happy birthday to me and yeah i hope uh you guys stay safe out there ukraine we love you and good luck Zelensky. you're a chad and yeah uh this is gold derby horses um Telling everybody that Coda's not going to win Best Picture and signing out.